Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we discuss the fall 2023 anime season. So there's way too many anime this season. Yes. I struggled to watch every first episode, even. Yeah, I uh, typically struggle too, but this was a monument of a season. Yeah, and the problem is so much of it is good as well. Yeah, like there's a lot of shit, don't get me wrong. I dropped a lot of things. But some of the things I dropped were because I just had too many good shows that like anything that didn't go beyond mediocre got dropped. Exactly. Yeah, I dropped some... Th- I, I, you know how bad I usually am at dropping things. But this yeah. season forced me to drop you things have to. I w- wouldn't have otherwise. Yep. Well, anyway, should we start with the shit? Yeah, and this can be like, you know, varying levels of shit. It could be like true shit. Or it could be like, hey, I dropped this because my schedule can't handle it. Or, hey, this is trash, but it's like great trash. I, I don't know if anything like that qualifies here. But yeah. let's start with a playthrough of a certain dude's VR MMO life. This was definitely in the pure shit trash. I think this is the most boring thing I ever watched. Yeah, it's just not memorable at all. I think the only thing that like kind of called out to me is that I'm like, hey, this guy is like my age and it kind of is relatable how he only gets a few hours at night to be able to play. So he's trying to like obviously pick classes that are easy to play, play professions that he won't have like an issue, you know, playing solo that he can like hop in and hop out like the epitome of solo casual play right like that is completely understandable but yeah the rest of it was just boring it's just like half an hour of looking at status screens and menus it felt like unfortunate anyway let's never mention that again okay (laughs) next is a returner's magic should be special and i've actually read like way too many chapters of this uh korean comic that is based on uh, which is why I knew that I wouldn't be too into this from the start. When you said you've read too many, does that mean like you stopped reading it and you kind of like regret reading that much? I stopped reading it. I should have stopped reading earlier. It's okay. the kind of thing where like it's one of these shonen battle things, right? Uh-huh. Where it always gets you at the start with like, oh, these characters are pretty cool. I wonder what's going to happen to them. What are the mysteries of the world? Blah, blah, blah. But then like, you you read another 200 chapters and they've just been battling 200 they never, <laughs> they never get anywhere yeah 200's a lot juggle i probably would have dropped at laughter like i don't know for you 10 yeah well i'm exaggerating slightly but anyway the also the anime seems worse than the comic yeah the only uh another thing that i thought was interesting was that the guy this is a is it an isekai it's a time travel kind of where he like gets sent back 13 years to when he was in school and he has to like redo saving the world all over again great i think like that was the only part that interested me it's not an isekai it's just like a fantasy yeah oh it's it's basically the same idea of isekai yeah Anyways, let's move on to the next one, which is all you. Somehow I missed this one, but it doesn't seem like I missed much. No, you didn't. This is the family circumstances of mismatched witches. And this is, I think it's a comedy, in quotes, but it wasn't very funny. The premise is there's two witches. One is short and one is tall. And then they're mismatched. Wow. And (laughs) I didn't get it. I don't know. Sounds not very memorable. 
No, I, I kind of am struggling to describe it because I already forgot everything that happened. No, right, that means we should move on. Yeah, I shall survive using potions. This one is a isekai, right? Ah, uh, yes, I think. Close enough. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember this being really ugly and oh. really boring. Oh, I don't recall it being ugly. I just remember thinking that it was kind of funny that she's like living her life surrounding potions. Like she's using all of her skills and knowledge for potions to survive in this world as opposed to like putting her skills into other stats, right? Like defense Mm. or agility, whatever. Um, She's using her tools, which I thought was kind of a cool twist, but not enough of a twist that would keep me around. Uh, No. Let's keep going. Next is Kingdoms of Ruin. This one, I read a lot of the manga, and it's, I, I kind of hate it, because it's, uh, like, both the manga and the anime, they're, like, pretty well made, right? Yeah. But the problem is they're just so nasty. It's, like, this revenge story, and I don't think it has much to redeem it. I'm trying to even remember what happened in the first episode. I remember, like, it's starting, like, there was quite a lot of revenge and suffering, right? But I don't even remember why. This was like, there's the world of uh, witches, and the boy is the oh. apprentice witch. Oh, and that's then, right. Then the fur, or whoever, whatever his name is, uh, executes his master, and yes. then he's going to get revenge on everyone. And, like, it jets to the future, or to present time, I suppose, right? And, like, that girl is yeah. a prisoner, and then she ends up escaping, sort of, and then freeing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I thought this was, like, vaguely interesting. It was, like, a witch hunter kind of thing, um, witch trials, but pumped yeah. up with fantasy and, or, like, pumped up with revenge. Yeah, no. Pass. Yeah. It's basically, like, shield hero or healer hero. Just, like, very nasty show. Mm-hmm. The next one, I actually missed this one. I barely remember it. Uh, it's called Let Me Check the Walkthrough First. I believe this is a Chinese production slash adaptation, adaptation of something. The CG was okay. I barely remember it. Obviously, it has to do with like gaming. And yeah, since I have hardly anything to say, we can move on to the next one, which I definitely have a lot to say about. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we could. Uh... <laughs> Migi and Dolly. Oh, my God. What was this? <laughs> What do you mean? It was like a creepy, like comedic horror, dark humor. I don't know like what the genre is, but it was fucking creepy. It, it, it definitely, unlike the rest of these, was not forgettable. No. Episode. No. And it didn't look bad, right? Like no. I actually thought it looked good, like a little too on point with like the contortions of their bodies and their expressions. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's just too weird for me. Okay. Well, like the premise, we gotta let people know what the premise is. Like we have some orphans right but they're like twin orphans and they through their own trickery they convince like this couple to adopt one of them thinking that there is only one of them but guess what they're taking two of them home because the two just keep trading places and convincing the parents the adoptive parents that they only have one son and like the way that they do it is just so like they'll have one of them hiding under the table and like in between conversations they'll suddenly switch places through those like weird contortionist acts <laughs> through something like a Cirque du Soleil I can imagine how they like bend around each other and yeah like one of them is always hiding in the background right or like hiding just out of view of one of the parents I, I don't even it's, it's it was too much yeah it like objectively is pretty good but I hate it yeah I love to hate it, though. (laughs) 
I, I, I don't even love to hate it. This is why I dropped this one. <laughs> I mean, like, when I watch this, I'm like, wow, there really is something out there for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, this is written by the same guy as Sakamoto Deska. You remember that show? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I dropped that one because the humor wasn't really my thing. And just like here, this is not my thing. <laughs> exactly. They're both, like, very weird sense of humor. Yeah. Well, the next one is all you. My new boss is Goofy. Oh, yeah. I thought this would be, like a funny show but it turns out so, so when it says my boss is goofy it kind of means like he's a klutz and this guy is really happy to have his boss be quote-unquote goofy because his last boss was like uh, abused him and i th- oh my god yeah it was kind of weird i don't know I assume it's going to be, I don't know if it's like a BL thing or not. Oh, but, okay. Uh, I kind of got that vibe from it, but who knows? You're not sure. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was very interesting or funny. Yeah, I saw your note about it, and I had like seen the trailer. I knew I probably wouldn't like this, but your comment kind of cemented it for me. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Okay. What about our dating story, the experienced you and the inexperienced me? I'm trying to remember what this was. Oh, this is the one where, like, the guy has a huge crush on this girl, and she's really popular, and then he finds out that she dates pretty much any guy, and she has a pretty trashed uh, reputation. Like, everyone talks shit about how she'll just sleep around with anybody who asks her. But he still likes her and is astounded when she agrees to go out with him. And I thought it was going to be, like, a case of where, like, a little bit of a rom-com where she is totally misunderstood and doesn't do that. But it turns out the sad thing is is that she does um, because she thinks that that's all that guys want and that that's normal in a relationship. And so she's, like, willing to just give herself to him on a platter, right, without mm-hmm. even, like, really getting to know him first. And I just was so saddened by her worldview of that that she's been convinced that that's how it is. And I felt bad for her and I felt bad for the guy, but not enough to want to watch this. Yeah, I actually thought this first episode was kind of, kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but it just not good enough for this season. No, it, it just made me like really uncomfortable with like the expectations that there are and just like how others were treating her. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not really in the mood for this right now. Yeah. Oh, well, let's keep going and get to the good stuff. Okay. We, well, we still have two more of not good stuff, but go yeah. on. Paradox Live, the animation. This one, it's like a band thing. Yeah, they use musical powers called phantom metal or something. Yeah, I don't give a shit. They play music and they save the world. Yay! (laughs) Okay, next. (laughs) Next! The Yuzuki family's four sons. Uh, This one was just like seeing worse, seeing better. There's four sons in the family and... uh, the older brother takes care of the younger brother, from what I recall, but I just didn't care enough to keep going. It's actually very, very sweet. I might have watched this in a slower season as like something fluffy to sort of help me out on a stressful day, because I do tend to like these kind of healing shows, and I find like their fam- family dynamic interesting because both of their parents are there's four sons. Their parents have died, and they're basically taken care of by the eldest brother, who is an adult and teaches at the school. And then there's like the two sort of twins. Um, they're very close in age. One is like slightly older than the other, very different personalities. And then there's like the very little 
little boy who they all look after. Um, I, I was kind of annoyed at how the youngest boy acts and speaks like way older than he is. Um, but like maybe that's just a comment on how like loss uh, can kind of make you grow up a little faster. I still mm. thought it was pretty unbelievable. But yeah, you know, maybe if I do have a stressful day, I'll, I'll tr- go back to this. But for now, I'm just going to set it aside. Okay. And hooray, we've made it to the mediocre shows. I'll go ahead and open because I I know that you do not like this first one, which is a oh, girl and her a girl and her guard dog. So so fucked up. Yeah, so let me just give a little bit of a description here. It's basically a sort of Yakuza family story, and they have a only granddaughter. Her parents are dead. She's taken care of by her grandfather, who is like the kingpin of this known Yakuza group. And she has a bodyguard who's been her bodyguard since she was a child, since she was like, I think they're like 10 years apart. I think she was five when she met him. He was 15 or something. And now she's in high school. She is grown into a beautiful woman. She's probably like 15 and he's like 25 now. And obviously it's gone towards the romance route. Yeah, this is like literally child grooming. <laughs> yeah, I I know there's a lot of problems with this. Definitely like the age gap, the like, like you said grooming. I am more hesitant to, to put that word to it because I don't really feel like he... He does say things that are problematic, right? He'll be anything that she needs, right? Quote, unquote, I'll be your parents, right? He said that to her when he was 15. And <laughs> now she's an adult and he is 25. So obviously saying that is kind of creepy, given how he's also very, like, possessive of her and, like, protective of her and says that he'll never date her, that it's impossible to date her, but then obviously is very romantically interested in her, even though he won't admit it. I'm intrigued. <laughs> So I will you watch need to, it. You need to read Tale of Genji. I think you'll love it. Oh, yeah? I, why do I not believe you? Because there's lots of child grooming just like this. No, no. Let's move on to Berserk of Gluttony, Dragle. Could have been worse. There's like another isekai where like, oh, oh I'm super edgy, blah, blah, blah. I was going to actually ask you. I barely mm. remember this. You really want to, is this really mediocre? Are you keeping with this or are you dropping it? Yeah, I'm keeping it mediocre, but it's okay. kind of on the low end of mediocre. Okay. Th- this is probably like the one I'm still watching, but I'm the closest to dropping of I anything see. this season. Yeah. That yeah. Makes he sense. he like meets some rich Ojo sama, and uh, then he becomes the gardener in her mansion, and uh, oh. in the nighttime he he kills monsters, and but then he has to kill some humans too. Yeah, it was a weird world description. I only saw the first episode, but I remember thinking that, oh, okay, so his his power of gluttony is supposed to be a curse that he doesn't like use to its full potential until like the end of the episode, right? So I didn't know. I knew he got hired by the girl. I didn't realize he was her gardener. Yeah, he's her gardener. <laughs> okay. She I like she kind of reminds me of Eyes from Don Machi, just her like character design and like her soft spokenness. Yeah, they're a bit similar. Hopefully, he's like way different from. The main character from Don Machi, which is like a fluffy bunny. Uh, yeah, this guy is more like a Chinibu fluffy bunny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he has this whole thing like, oh, I'm so such a bad boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you're not missing much. I assume you dropped this. Uh, yeah, I did. I yeah. also dropped the next one, even though I didn't think it was really terrible. It just, Bullbuster was really not my thing, and I didn't like the CG. Well, you know, I like the bear from uh, Golden, <laughs> Golden Komi, so I, I don't really yeah. mind bad CG. 
I just thought the monsters was stupid as fuck. And I was like, extermination robots attacking these terrible CG monsters. Okay. Well, you'll enjoy knowing that uh, it's later revealed that the monsters are based on animals. So they've now now captured the monster that was once uh, the girl's pet Shiba Inu. (laughs) They've captured it. They haven't killed it. Yeah, it's like in a cage acting oh. like a Shiba Inu when it's a well, monster. Well, that's better than I expected. I'm assuming, I wonder what that one from the first episode was. Was that supposed to be like a monster from a bear? Maybe, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, this one, it has robots, which is why I'm watching it. You know, I love robots. Yes. But it's kind of like, uh, what was it called? Uh, was it Pat Labor? Where they like use the robots to do work. So it's not uh, really like a fighting robot show so much, although they do, they do do some fighting. It's more like the tool, right? And they, they make fun of the one guy who like makes his human, like humanoid, I guess, bipedal. Yeah, but most of most of the show is about like the corporate life and making right. fun of the corporate life. That is a nice twist that I haven't really seen anywhere else. So Yeah, so th- this is probably on my lower of mediocre too, though. It's just not that exciting. Okay. Well, what about the next one, which I have basically dropped by now? I wasn't sure how you felt about it, but Buta Reba, the story of a man turned into a pig. My my opinion has definitely gone downhill since the first episode. I thought the first episode was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. It definitely has some entertaining aspects, like when he starts doing the DDR dance routine in his pig body. As a pig? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That sounds kind of funny. But mostly the, the, the girl just kind of annoys me. She's oh. she just like such a goody two-shoes. I thought she was a little bit more interesting in the first episode, which is the only episode I saw. I thought she was displaying um, more than just a goody two-shoes. Like she seemed kind of tongue-in-cheek about his little sexual comments, right? Like right. I thought, oh, this girl gets it. She's kind of funnier than I expected. Yeah. But if, it doesn't sound like she stays that way throughout. She's a little bit, just, just okay. not enough, I think. She still has that like very demure kind of attitude yeah it just kind of creeped me out maybe how you felt about the first show we talked about but like the kink here was leaning towards like bestiality and degradation was like too much for me <laughs> i wasn't really in the mood to see that oh really I, I don't think it's the way that he was like nuzzling up to her and i'm like fuck no she is a human you are a pig do not go with this sexual <laughs> route don't make those comments but he's not really a pig i guess yeah okay you can say that to each their own <laughs> But yeah, so so far there's been uh, no no sex with pigs. Good. Okay, next is a firefighter Daigo, rescuer in orange. Very very different vibes here. <laughs> yeah, this is like he's a firefighter and he's got to rescue people, but then he yeah. has this rival, and yeah. they they compete at saving people from fires, I guess. Yeah, it opens with them being teammates at that point. I think they're partners. But then it goes back in time showing them when they were still in training. And uh, the other guy was just sort of like this prodigy, I guess. He was top of the class, way better than everyone else. And like didn't even acknowledge the presence of the main character, right? Like when he like referred to him, he was like, oh, who are you? Yeah, we're not friends. Right. But then you know that they become friends later on. So I guess that's journey is intriguing to me and i might stick with it just because i find it i don't really know any other shows that talk about firefighters and i thought it looked good the character designs are nice so yeah i'll try out a few more episodes i've only seen the first one still though well we have that other famous show about firefighters what's that one with that girl you hate who always like trips 
Yeah, uh, I don't remember. I Fire Force? Called. Fire Force? Yeah, that sounds right. Fire yes. Force. Very, very different type for sure. I think I'll like this one more, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm not watching this one, but I, I thought it was fine. Just not my thing. Okay. Well, like the next couple of shows are not my thing. They're your thing, maybe. Okay. Yeah, Goblin Slayer 2. This is like kind of like the one we were talking about earlier. It's just really way too nasty. Yeah. But aside from that, it's it's not bad. I I kind of like they they introduce some like new rookies, and the Goblin Slayer and friends are showing them how it's done, and that that girl who uh who who got attacked by the goblins in the first episode, she's she's getting better at whatever it is she does, magic healing. So I'm still watching it, but. I wish it was less nasty. You could just drop it. <laughs> I could. Anyway, next is Kamiurabi God dot app. What a title! You say this, yeah. yeah. What a title! Uh, this one I'm in it because I know it's it's written by Yoko Taro. So oh, and it it definitely has some interesting ideas. It's basically like a killing game where you have to kill everyone else and then become God. Yeah, I was totally reminded of Mirai Nikki, so I was like, oh, yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, exactly. So it has some interesting CG, which probably you hate. But I hated I it. I don't mind it that much. Yeah, I hated it. Totally. Um, you're going to have to tell me later on if you thought this one rivals Mirai Nikki, because that one, like I typically hate these kinds of battle royale shows, but right. Mirai Nikki was an exception because the characters were so interesting. So you'll have to keep me in the loop for this one. Yeah, I would say so far, No. But okay. <laughs> that could change at the end. I feel like it, there's going to be some weird twists coming because there have mm-hmm. already been like some already kind of weird twists. Like the girl in the first episode he killed and then he immediately brought her back to life. So he's oh. going to have to kill her again or something. Okay. The girl who was like out to get him. Yeah. Two-faced then, bitch. Exactly. So she's still around. But then he, he killed his best friend uh, because... His best friend, his power was to see the future, and he knew that they would only reach the good future if if he died. Oh, so okay, it's very well, that's s- sad. tragic. Yeah, so I I think there's like some interesting stuff going on. I don't know if it will all come together or not. Okay, but we'll see. I'll keep watching it. I think the next one you'll have stronger opinions than me. I've still only seen the first episode, so I don't uh, know too much yet. I, I dropped it after the first episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kawagoi Boys Sing, Now or Never. So it's basically just like a choir boy show, although I was wishing it was more like the traditional choir music of like what I sang back when I was in school. But it looks like it might be leaning a little bit towards the route of like the boy band, you know, with like dancing and singing, not just singing, which oh, I'm less interested in, I think, but... I'm not quite sure yet because I've only mm. seen the first episode, but it looks like like the school principal who is interested in getting this group together that she hires or she brings, I don't remember how she knows him. Is it her son? He was a, I guess, renowned conductor abroad. I think it was her son. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was a renowned conductor abroad. Some shit happened to where he's kind of like in disgrace now and he like fled back to Japan with his tail between his legs. And so she wants him to get a job. And so she's like, hey, you're going to you're going to lead this choir. And he doesn't really want to. But he can't help but be drawn to, to very pretty voices. And so he's like kind of getting into it, even though he doesn't want to stoop to the level of having to teach high school kids, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so there's like interesting personalities here. 
I am a little leery of the type of music they'll be singing, but I will maybe give us another couple of episodes to see where it goes. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was a decent first episode, but I know I don't like this. Yeah, I figured it wouldn't be your thing. Yeah. Same with the next thing. I'm giving the disgraced noble lady I rescued a crash course in naughtiness. Actually, this kind of is my thing, but there's just too many good shows this season, so I'm not going to bother. I mean, you could replace Goblin Slayer with this one, Drago. It seems less terrible. I could, but I I like a little bit of terrible. Oh, my God. You're you're hopeless. I know. Yeah, this one, it's uh, the main guy. Who is? Was he like the demon lord, the main guy? Yeah, I think he is considered to be the demon lord. And the girl was like, she was a noble, like a lesser noble who wasn't treated well by her family, who was like fleeing. They're trying to like frame her for some crimes. Great. And she like flees into this dude's territory and they're like going to attack her, kill her. I'm not quite sure, but he saves her. And then he's like shocked to realize that she's got like zero experience. And when it talks about naughtiness, it's not talking sexually like you would assume maybe. It's just like the pleasures of life. Like, you know, eating dessert for dinner. That was the the first thing that he addressed, I think. Was trying yeah. to get her to eat, like, cake and candy, and she was just horrified. <laughs> exactly. I was a bit disappointed that the naughtiness was so tame. Yeah, I was like, you know, it's not going to be so blatant, right? And it wasn't. But, you know, maybe they'll go that way. They're starting out kind of slow, maybe? I doubt it. But we'll see. Maybe. Maybe they'll, like, hold hands in the last episode as the ultimate naughtiness. If it goes physical, do you want me to tell you? And then maybe you'll give it a chance again? Um, sure. <laughs> but I, yeah, tell me, but I probably won't give it a chance again either way. <laughs> well, we'll see if it even catches my interest. Because like we both said, there's so many shows that it's going to be really easy to let certain ones fall behind. Exactly. Okay. Let's go to the next one because I don't remember it. Oh, Protocol Green. This is the one where they like work in the cafe and they play this FPS game and they have to win the tournament. So the cafe can survive okay one one second does this open with them being in the game like an fps game yeah and it looks like the worst game ever made i dropped it i couldn't get past that point i was like what the fuck (laughs) am i watching what is this and i just couldn't okay well you know i said earlier i'm not too picky about cg Yeah. This, this picky, this CG object, objectively is garbage. But like, what pissed me off even more is that, come on, like, I know what normal, like, what present day FPS games look like, and they don't even look like this. Like, this was just horrid. I, I know what FPS games looked like 20 years ago, and they didn't look <laughs> this bad either. <laughs> See, so why? Why does it look so bad? The, the Also, like, the game just looks so not fun. Yeah. But I'm still watching this because... (laughs) Okay. Please tell me why you're watching this, Draggle. Sometimes I just like some relaxing cop show. And this is it for this season. This is relaxing. An FPS game is relaxing. I I like the the shipping wars, even though it's like really lame shipping wars. But I find it entertaining. Okay. I guess I'm not making a very good case for this. You're not. And I'm not going to try it again, no matter what you say. (laughs) No, I don't, I, I don't think you'll like it. You shouldn't try it again. Okay. But I'm, I'm just saying I'm I'm kind of enjoying it in a guilty pleasure, I know this is bad kind of way. That's good, Draggle. I'm, I'm happy that Thank you're you. finding Thank joy. You. Yes, I'm finding joy. <laughs> and you're also the only one watching Ragna Crimson. Yeah, actually, a fair number of other people I know are watching Protocol Grain and also finding joy, even though they all, <laughs> they all agree it sucks. 
Yes. Yeah, Greg, like I said, no one else is watching. And, <laughs> act- and actually, I stopped watching it, too. Oh, so we should have put this and dropped. Well, I, I only dropped it after, like, the fourth episode. Oh, oh, that's quite a lot. I decided there's too much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the tuniest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, I'm not even into the tuni very much, so... Yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed it for the tuni, but eventually I'm just like, oh, I don't have time for this. Okay. So it, if you like Chuni, this is your show for the season. But it looks like it's just going to be lots of battling. Ah, your not favorite thing. Yes. Okay, next one is all you. Your specialty. Ron Kamonohashi's Forbidden Deductions is a straight-up detective show. A very Sherlock-esque with the way that this character is able to break down like crime scenes and figure things out. It does a lot of logic and deduction. Um, the main character is actually his side, or like this other character who's like very nondescript, sort of a, I don't know if beginner in the field is the right word, because it seems like he's been there for a while, but he's just not very bright. And he's sent to try to make a partner out of this genius detective who doesn't want to be a detective because the secret is revealed that whenever he goes on his huge deduction thing he also ends up wanting to murder the person that he's supposed to be incriminating um he like almost convinces the dude at the end of the first episode to jump off a building and kill himself so yeah weird but uh i like detective shows not sure i like his shtick here but i will try it a little bit more before deciding whether or not i'll drop it cool yeah i don't like detective shows so i dropped it but it seemed good Mm -hmm. if you like that stuff uh, the next one I'm a little skeptical about, too, just because I liked the first season, but I think we can both agree that it ended kind of meh, and I feel a little meh about the start of this second season. The Saint's magic power is omnipotent, is the one I'm talking about. It's more romance. If you recall, it wasn't Isekai. She turned out to be quite a powerful uh, healer, I guess. She's supposed to be like a saint, so whatever yeah. saints can do. I thought she made like potions or something. Yeah, whatever she sets her hand to, because I think she's also very uh, intelligent in the way that she like handles the herbs and the potion making. And because of her magic powers, they end up like way more powerful than normal. Yeah, I think this is also the one where there were like two saints, right? But like the other saint from the first season is kind of like on the back burner. Let's forget about her because she's not brought up at all in the second season. I think she should have actually. Because oh, really? remember, like they were setting her up to be the bad guy because the or whoever liked her and she did the main uh, character like shit see i already forgot but then it turned out she's really nice and now they're best friends i don't even remember yeah and like the the prince who was such a big deal for her romance lead in the first season like you barely see him in the first episode of this sequel so i don't really know if they're going to pursue that any longer or if it's going to go off on this whole new arc that i don't even really know what it's about yet yeah I actually watched the first three episodes of this, and then I decided to drop it. Oh? So you've seen more than me. I, th- I think so, yeah. Because I remember I didn't like it that much the first season either. Right. And now I decided there's just so many other things that I'd rather watch. Yeah. Well, I'll give it a little bit more before I decide again. Good luck. Next is uh, Shangri-La Frontier. This is uh, the main character uh, loves playing crappy video games. I saw this show and I was like, uh, finally a protagonist after my own heart. Yeah, it's you, but for video games instead of anime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he uh, he has like the stalker girl 
who is playing the video game so she can uh, meet him. But most of the next like four or so episodes are just him playing the video game. And I've, I've actually started to get a bit bored. Oh, that's unfortunate. I've only seen the first episode again, like many of the others. And so like I thought the whole idea of it, because he plays shitty games, that's the setup. But then he gets convinced by the store owner to try for once a game that is not shitty. Like, that's a pretty big deal for him, right? Because he's gotten so used to working around bugs that having a game to where he doesn't have to think about that, where everything acts out exactly as his body wants it to, is something that's, like, revolutionary to him. And so he immediately becomes, like, super powerful at the game. Has a ridiculous character design, which is, like, the thing that caught my attention first off. It just cracked me up that he, like, went with his look. (laughs) Because, like, I know people who do that, too. Like, instead of going for, like, the sexiest girl character or, like, the burliest guy character, they do something ridiculous, like, put a bag over their head. And in his case, he has, like, a bird head for a head. The funniest thing, though, is how people in this video game think that's weird and they, like, want to throw him in jail. Yeah, that's, like, come on. That's just video games, right? Like, you've always got weirdos who who choose to go this route. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I've only seen the first episode, so it kind of makes me sad to hear that you're kind of getting bored. Now that you're a few episodes in? Yeah. I, I wish I would focus more on the stalker girl, less on the video game. You would think so, because she basically opens the episode, right? Yeah, exactly. So hopefully they'll get there eventually. We'll but, see. Yeah. Draggle. A bit skeptical. What? It's time. Oh, for promising shows? Let's move to the promising shows. This isn't my expertise, but I'll try my best. You mean we have so many for once? Yes, Exactly. Well, first is the hundred girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. You did that really well. (laughs) Thank you. You have to get the titles right of anime. I'm not sure I had the correct number of exclamation marks, but we all try our best. I I heard the stress in the final, really. Yes. So I've read this manga as well, and it is absolutely nuts. And the show is actually like slowed down a lot which I am very grateful for because the manga is like so crazy on a level that I can't keep up with it and it's just too exhausting. But I think uh, the anime has done a really nice job. I've only seen the first episode. I don't know if I'll watch the rest because it's not really my thing, but I was already concerned after the first episode and how the hell we were going to pull off 100 girls in this one season. Yeah, don't worry. We aren't going to get to 100 girls in this season. Okay, but if we're doing like two per episode draggle, that is still a lot of girls that are left out. Uh, I think it's going to slow down. The manga is only on, I've lost count, but it's probably like 20 or 30 girls now. Oh, okay. That's and a lot I, still. We're not, we're not going to get that far in this season either. So I'm kind of skeptical the manga will ever get to 100 girlfriends. He's probably going to, he's going to have to get like 50 in one batch or something. I mean, the mangaka set themselves up for a pretty good deal, right? Because like people are going to yeah. be like, we got to keep reading until we get to 100. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like they'll just keep coming back. And then there's going to be a twist where like he's already at 100 and then he meets another one. And like, what does he do? Does he have to kick a girlfriend off the island? Oh, you think that? No. <laughs> Anyways, I thought this was ridiculous horse shit. <laughs> like the whole like. What a stupid god giving him a hundred soulmates and then him meeting them. What are the chances of meeting two of them at high school? And then that whole ordeal with the drinks, the whole ordeal with the stupid four-leaf clovers. It was so fucking stupid. But you know what? If it brings you joy, have at it. 
Yeah. So did it bring you joy? I was just appalled the entire time. So no, I will not be watching this. <laughs> but you, you at least appreciate the art. I appreciated it and I laughed. Good, good. I was appalled and I laughed. Good. Perfect. That means it succeeded. Okay. The next few are just me. Oh, yeah. Dr. Stone, New World Part 2. Continuing where we left off in the adventures of science. <laughs> Woo! Woo, science. Yeah, uh, I'm still having fun with this one. Same reasons as before. It's It's been like pretty solid pacing. It's keeping things entertaining. That's good to hear. Yeah. Next is Eminence in Shadow Season 2. You may recall, I, I think we both hated the first episode yeah. a few seasons ago. Yeah. Uh, but then it, then it turned things around and seemed to realize it was a comedy and it's uh, gotten better. Good. This latest arc, not the best. It, now the, the current uh, arc, it's like the arc on uh, currency manipulation. It's very weird. I, I don't know why they did this, but uh, yeah. This is supposed to be a, what, a video game world or is it an isekai? I don't remember. It's an isekai. Okay. He's like doing counterfeiting and stuff. I can sort of see that as a thing for video games, and I feel like this sort of pulls uh, inspiration from that, so it doesn't really surprise me. Okay, yeah. I'm a bit bored when uh, dis- discussing monetary policy, but whatever. Yeah. It's less interesting to watch, right? <laughs> exactly. Much less, in- much more interesting has been uh, Girlfriend, Girlfriend Season 2, which is still going strong. Probably like the most healthy relationship in an ongoing anime. Is that okay? I think, I think so, I watched yeah. the first season a little bit. I don't know if I finished it, and I didn't even know there was a sequel. Yeah. Anyway, now now they're working on uh, girlfriend number three. Okay. Joining the mix. Okay. Yeah. Now now I remember. I think I dropped this <laughs> the first season. Yeah, it's by the uh, Aho Girl author, and I love it. Great. Yeah. The next is one you watched, Good Night World. Yeah, this one is on Netflix. It is fully out, so you can watch the whole thing if you feel like it. This one's another one that has sort of that virtual game setting, but an interesting twist I thought to this was that you have this like notorious famous guild of four players that it turns out that they're actually four family members in real life and they don't know it. And in real life, they're a dysfunctional family. It sounds like the mother is gone. She's not dead. I think they say that she's just like left. They don't say why yet. The father is very absent. When he's there, it's very awkward between him and one of the sons. And then like none of the siblings really interact well. Yeah. How far are you in this? I've only seen the first episode. Okay, so I'll keep it vague, but... You ain't seen nothing yet. Really? Uh, I'm on episode eight, and this this one is wild. Really? Okay. I'm really enjoying it, yeah. Okay, good, good. I'll, I'll keep with that, because I was kind of like, is this going to be too much drama and too much agony? Am I going to like be sad that I'm oh, watching this? you're going to be very sad, I no! guarantee. But it's good. It's good. Okay. Like, it seems from the first episode, this is kind of like a sort of online, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's like a serial experiments lane. Oh, yeah, which is not at all what you expect from the first episode, right? Right. No, I, yeah. That wasn't even in anywhere near my thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. So w- once you get to like episode five or six, oh my god, it, I need to finish it. I, I I'm quite curious how it's gonna end. Well, you can because it's all out. I know. I'm working on it. Okay. But there's too many other good shows. What about this next one, which is all you? Okay, Magic Sword Master of Holy Sword School. <laughs> this this title. is like, a, yeah, it's just like the title of Sans. It's it's a magic school where he has like kind of a harem. But uh, the main character is the demon lord 
but he he was like defeated and he went to sleep and now he's returned a thousand years later and the world has changed and he's palling around with uh, these kids on their magic motorcycles yeah so it's i know it's not very good but it's my kind of shit you know it's it's great that it's like it sounds super fucking generic it sounds ridiculous but like they can still make it entertaining for you i think that's a win exactly yeah definitely a win Okay, the next one is you, because I would have rated this in trash. <laughs> of course we're watching MF Ghost, because uh, Kewu, this is Kewu's fault, he is a diehard Initial D fan, okay? So there is no escaping this one. The good thing is that this looks way better than the old works, which makes sense. I mean, it's a present day show and it's set in the same world like far in the future but you have the characters from the original initial d franchise sort of in the background they're they're old men now i'm not old but like they're adult men now and they're sort of running this things behind the scenes and so we have an entire new young cast of young characters so it's been fun sort of seeing how they treat the car racing in this present era especially with some of the european cars that are thrown into the mix here that are seemingly way better than the, some of the Japanese cars, um, like the 86. I'm sure the Japanese cars will win in the end. Well, you know, like they're better balanced. And, you know, for the for the setting, there's a, uh, you know, they have a little bit of an advantage that the other cars don't really consider. And I know nothing about cars, but I like seem to kind of feel like I do when I watch the show. <laughs> because hmm. they'd, they'd explain a lot of things, but they do it in a kind of fun way. And of course, Kewu fills in the blanks when I'm confused. But yeah, this also has a terrible romance, like you, I think, noted. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was. But when I watched this, I just took a note and I wrote, worst romance ever. She's the daughter of the family that is hosting him. And she immediately, like, falls for his looks. Like, she's determined when she hears about him, she's determined not to like him, right? And she's like, oh, he's probably ugly, whatever. And then she sees him and he's like, wait, he's hot. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) she's like stupid around him. She goes completely stupid. And I cannot stand her. She could go away. And she also represents, like, the the showgirls that, like, hold up the signs and that shit. Yeah. And no no one knows her true identity. I'm just coming back to me. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, yeah kind of comical. I'm more interested in him in the cars. She could just get the fuck out. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I didn't even know this was based on initial D. Yeah, it's got a lot of um, character names that are being name dropped and you see them and you're like, oh, I remember them. So, huh. yeah. Well, I guess you'd have to watch initial D to remember them. Oh, yes. And trust me, Kewu has seen them all. <laughs> uh, I'm aware. Yes. <laughs> so let's move on to one I think we are both loving, which is my daughter left the nest and returned an S rank adventurer. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, I agree. I've, I caught up on this one, actually. This is like the true fantasy of having a, a cute daughter, but not having to do much work for it. Yeah, like at all, because she's not even his real daughter. He found her. <laughs> Yeah, and she just tells everyone all these nice things about her so that all her friends like start trying to kidnap him to marry them. Yeah, that one was less fun. I was scared for <laughs> I was actually scared for him. I was like, holy shit, these, this woman is predatory. <laughs> I like that he's such a sort of understated character because unbeknownst to us and other people, he's apparently a really strong adventurer who just was forced to retire because of his injury, right? He lost a leg, yeah, the lower part of his leg. And so he didn't really make a name for himself until his daughter comes along who he trains to be an amazing adventurer and then she goes out and she becomes famous and then she starts chatting him up like you said and like creates 
a legend around him. <laughs> yeah, one of the funniest parts is how annoyed he is by this. He's like, I am just here trying to like live my happy life in the countryside. Yeah, and these fantasy shows you usually don't get like a character with any humility whatsoever. So it's, yeah. it's kind of nice. I really like him, and I really like their father-daughter relationship. It's very wholesome. Yes, this one I'm very sure isn't going to pull a Usagi drop. I Good. think we're, we're safe. Good. Yeah. I'm going to assume the next one is all me. <laughs> the next one is all you, but I thought it was much better than MF Ghost. Overtake is about Formula 4, which I did not even know was a thing until now. Uh, I knew of like Formula 1, but uh, this one is not even from the point of view of a driver or a racer. It's from the point of view of a photographer, which I thought was really cool. And not just like a photographer, but like a photojournalist. I don't know. How you, did you see just the first episode? I saw just the first episode, but I, I remember thinking it was actually really good. And I just hate sports, so I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. It does focus a lot on the car racing, but it also focuses on his own trauma because it brings up the fact that they make it apparent in the first episode that he cannot take pictures of people. Great. Because of his experiences as a photojournalist. I don't hope you don't mind me spoiling a little. No, feel Since you're free. not going to watch this. He, like, photographed very uncomfortable subjects, okay? So, like, war, drought, famine, those kinds of things, right? And apparently some photo that he took of a girl crying about to be swept away by, I think, a tsunami. It was probably a very powerful photograph, but it was not received well. And I think he got, like, smeared and, like, people hated on the fact that, hey, this photographer, like, took a picture of this as opposed to, like, doing something. Whether or not he could do something, you don't know, right? Right. So, like, after all of that, he is, like, traumatized, can't take pictures of people, only takes pictures of, like, things, right? Scenery, whatever, objects. Until he is so moved by the loss of this boy, this racer, who is a gifted racer. He just doesn't have, like, their, their group doesn't have the finances backing them to be able to afford the gear that other teams have. And so... Like, he does the best he can, but he loses, and, like, he is, like, weeping privately, I may add, <laughs> not looking for an audience, and the guy catches it and is so moved, he takes a picture. And that picture gets out and gets the team a sponsor <laughs> because it's, like, mm. such a poignant, such a moving shot that they, like, people love it. Mm. The boy obviously hates it, but that's sort of the fun. <laughs> and, like, they start off on a rocky relationship, right? Because he, like, resents the photographer for taking the picture and for sharing it. And the photographer is upset because he did not share the picture. Uh, his ex-wife shared the picture. Right. So, yeah, I've been having fun with this. It's it's more than just a sports show. So is it a BL? No. Okay. Oh, Why do you think that? I don't know. I just got some BL vibes from the main two characters. Main two characters. The photographer and the boy. Oh, no, Draggle, no. Like, the boy is, like, fairly young. The photographer is fairly old. He even has an ex-wife who, if anything, I wouldn't be surprised if him and the wife got back together because, like, they still have a close relationship. There's obviously still caring there. Hmm. But because of whatever issues that he's gone through, maybe that's why. They don't say why they divorced. Not yet, at least. Okay, too bad. No, not too bad, because if it was BL, you wouldn't even watch it. But it's already sports, so I'm already not watching it. It's true. Either way, I don't think it fits any of your expectations. It's better than both of them. So, yes. Yeah. Well, I did like the first episode. It was really good. Even I will admit that, despite it being sports. <laughs> this next one starred as Telepath. I, I thought was good, but I think you like it a little bit more than me. Yeah, I just thought it was so, so cute. It reminds me a lot of uh, DIY. Mm. There's like a club working together, and it just has a cool art style and I like all the characters. They all have like their own issues 
especially at like making friends. Yeah. Um, it is cute. It's a little too cute for me. Like, I know I don't say that very often, but it's just like so fucking fluffy and the desi- character designs are so colorful and soft and bright and it was much too fluffy. But then we got the, the weird alien girl and like her whole muff <laughs> She cracks me up. I don't know if she's a real alien. I think she is, but uh, hard to say. She might just be a weirdo. Oh, I assume she was just a weirdo. I I don't know because <laughs> I think they kind of show like some sort of alien ship thing, right? Or did they? I guess I, I thought missed they that. Did. Yeah, my favorite girl is uh, the mad scientist girl. I forget her name. Well, I only have seen the first episode, so I really only know two characters right now. Oh, okay. Well, look forward to the mad scientist girl who is coming soon. Okay, we'll see. Talking about cute girls, um, we have that in the next one as well, called Shy. Yeah, I love the first episode for this. It was pretty cute. I was leery because it's like heroes, right? More heroes. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh no, will this be like My Hero Academia? Yeah. But it, it was it's not. not. Yeah. So yeah, it's still, I think it has slowed down a bit since okay. the first episode, which I thought was like amazing. I still think it's it's pretty good there. Just as a uh, background on this is that it's like a world where people have powers, right? I don't really know like how common it is for certain people to have powers because they make it sound like there are specified like there are roles for if you're going to be a superhero, you have to like go through certain hoops, right? To to register or be your country's hero or something. Oh, really? Did I understand that correctly? Because they refer to her as like Japan's hero. And like the girl who she's friends with who meets up with her later is like, some European country's hero, right? Yeah. I thought it was just like, I thought it was very rare since there's like only one hero in Japan. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I, I felt like they didn't explain it that well, like the the yeah facts about it. But I mean, I really liked her character design. I thought that was cute. Yeah, I, I like her uh, human form, especially with her hair. The messy black hair? Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. I meant more like her suit. Like I liked her like floppy oh. suit. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. Yeah, I thought her human look was kind of stereotypical for like a shy Japanese girl. Usually they don't, they don't, usually they don't have that hair in Mm. in anime. But yeah, my favorite is the Swiss hero, the nurse. The latest episode was all about her and it was so I don't know if I met her yet. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, she, she takes them mountain climbing. So I love her. I guess I just like the the struggles that she had with her sort of failed, quote unquote, failed rescue, right? Where the girl still gets hurt. Yeah. And then her having to like deal with the publicity of that. I liked. Yeah. It's a very like thought provoking show, I think. Okay, good. Because I I ended after that first episode. And I have to say that I, I really didn't like the transition to the space station thing that happened at the end. And I was kind of concerned that there would be more of that later. I kind of just wanted to focus on them on Earth. And not have to, like, bring some sort of larger power conflict into the mix. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there's a space station and they go visit it. But then they just go back to Earth. And what was the point? (laughs) It looks cool. Okay. (laughs) I think it's just, like, a place to meet the other heroes. Okay. Yeah. I think think you'll like this. We'll see. Are you going to keep watching? I am. I'm probably going to prioritize this over the previous one. Stardust Telepath, just because I find that more interesting, and they're both kind of like cutesy girl shows. Okay, yeah, I think that's fair. Okay, we finished promising. We're finally at must watch. An hour in, Draggle. An I hour know. in. It's not my fault. <laughs> well, it's it's only half my fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we still have how many? Five, six. We have like twelve must watch shows. Ah. 
12 must watch, not even promising. Like these are the ones we've already decided we will be watching, which is ridiculous. But I think we have a lot of these shows that we don't agree on. No, I, I think we actually agree on a lot of them, but uh, okay. well, we, can, we can discuss that. I have two shows that I wouldn't put in must watch. Okay. Out of but so I guess 16th sensation, <laughs> another layer. Is that the one that you would, you would keep this, right? I would keep this. Okay. I, after watching the first episode, I wasn't sure. I watched more and I'm now caught up and now I will keep this. It's so good, right? It is intriguing to say the least. I cannot stand the main character. I think she's annoying. But that's why she's great. I knew you would say that. Yeah. You like the annoying girls. But I like the boy because he he hates windows. He's a man after my own heart. Yeah, he's funny too. But I just more like the whole aspect of the time travel thing. I think it's cool that she's like able to go back at different points and like see them change over time, like every few years. That's like scary, but also interesting. Yeah. And it's funny because she's such a zoomer. Just like how she doesn't know how to do anything without her tablet. Oh. Yeah, that was a little that was a little sad, but she's like, oh, yeah, I know paint. And then she's all like, but where's the pen? Why am I using just a mouse? <laughs> and then like having to like do the whole like pixel by pixel coloration with only like 12, no, 11 colors. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just cracks me up that every time she goes back, she's a se- another session as an assistant, right? Like she just pops up and she's like, hey, I'll work for you again and I'll sleep at the building again. <laughs> Yeah, it has such a good sense of humor. Yeah, I don't really like the whole like working so much that you sleep at your workplace thing that they treat as normal. But I guess that was a thing back then and probably it still is now in certain situations. I mean, they treat it as normal, but I, I don't think they're portraying it as a good thing. Okay, good, good. <laughs> and I know that that's not supposed to be the focus of the show, but I was kind of like, mm. Yeah, I feel like it's a very creative show. I love the art style. It has a good uh, opening ending, too, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't recall, but I'll take your word for it. But I I just love the main character. She's so annoying in a great way, I think. That's good that someone loves her because I don't. (laughs) (laughs) She's. I agree she's really annoying, but that's what makes her endearing. But I will watch the show, yes. Good. The next one I have actually dropped. Yeah, I figured. You weren't such a fan of the first season either. What we're talking about is The Ancient Magus's Bride, season two, part two. Another one of these. We're still in the school setting, which I'm pretty sure you don't like. No, I you were school. leery about it. I think it's not so bad because it's not such blatant school as like other school shows. It's a very different type of schooling, especially with like the lessons that they have to deal with and takes them into dangerous places, dealing with dangerous things. They could very well get injured. Maybe even die if things went poorly by their teacher's hand also if things went that way. Yes. So I still find it interesting. It's not as magical. When I say magical, I guess it's not as I'm trying to think of the right phrase. It doesn't capture my fancy as well as the first season did with like the mystery. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's a it's a familiar setting. Like, OK, we're in school. OK, these are classmates. OK, these are lessons. Like it's it's more of a formula that we're following now as opposed to being sort of led down an unknown path. Exactly. Which I'm kind of sad about. And I hope we go back to it. But I'll stick around until we get to that point. So is the uh, the guy with the skull face still around? I don't know because I've only seen the, an episode or two, but I assume he is. He was okay. all through the previous part one. Oh, I thought he mostly disappeared in the school arc. I mean, he he, he pops up now and then. Like when she goes on her right. school trip, he like insists that she take a part of him, right? And he mm-hmm. like checks in on her now and then. But it like makes sense because he's not a teacher really. I mean, he sort of does teach one of the classes. But, like, they're not living together 
as intimately as I did before. Right. And like it's showing him having a relationship with other people. I think right now he's like in the uh, medical ward right now with one of the other guys, one of the teachers. Hmm. Okay. And sort of like talking about ideas of friendship and what that means. Hmm. Interesting. I still think that is pretty good. I just there's so much other things to watch and I was already losing interest. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame you at all, Draggle. This is like a slower part of the story now. Yeah. I'm just invested enough in the characters to keep going with it. Cool. Well, the next one I am super invested in. Apothecary I am too. Fairy Diaries. You want to know something amazing? It's so hard. What? I'm actually reading the manga. Oh my god. You like this so much you read the manga? No, no. I read the manga before this even became an anime. Oh, was it because I recommended it to you? maybe i don't remember why i started reading it but i i definitely like was reading this last year and yeah. i've been keeping up with them as they've been coming out okay yeah i might have recommended it to you because i love this manga too it's so right. good you, you can you can take credit it's fine but like that's why i was so hyped up because i love the her i love the manga and i was like fuck yeah an anime adaptation they better treat this well and i think they have they have, yeah, it's great. So I really like it. I like that they like have displayed it so prettily. I think the character designs, the world, very pretty colors, pretty designs. I'm enjoying it so far. I, I like that they've like maintained where she comes from, which like she was basically kidnapped, right? Yeah. Uh, she's being forced to work in like obviously the king's brothel, basically, um, but like his harem, and uh, she's having to like help solve mysteries and like figure things out about like why people are sick why people are dying and i i really like that whole like mystery aspect i like that they kept her with her like self-mutilated arm (laughs) yeah they did the perfect job portraying her character i love all the faces they give her oh yeah like her creeped out face when he whenever the guy comes close yeah it's good and she has a perfect voice actor Yes. And they, they did the, a great job portraying the chemistry between the what's-his-face and her as well, the creepy guy. Chemistry? You mean like her being creeped out and him being excited about her being creeped out? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, I ship it. It's so messed up, man. I know, I know. That's why it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see where we're going to go here. I don't know if it's going to catch up to where the manga is or if it's going to go past it or what, but whatever it is, I will be watching this week to week. Yes. This is my one of my most anticipated episodes each week. I think this next one is just me, right? I'm still watching it, but I would have put it in mediocre. I, I don't blame you. We're talking about the Faraway Paladin, the Lord of Rust Mountains. This is a sequel. I think we both really liked the start of the first season. Like, yes. To this day, I think you and I, we won't hesitate to say that the first episode, the opening arc of that first season was the best of this yeah. entire thing. When he lived with uh, the ghost and the skeleton. Skeleton and and the zombie. The other one. Yeah, zombie. It was really good. And I don't think it's ever lived up to that. No. Now now he became like, he became really taunted at everything. And it just became more boring. I mean, he's basically like a god adventurer or like a demigod or like a a saint hero, you know? Exactly. (laughs) He can do no wrong. People look up to him. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have this new arc with this dwarf just sucking his ass all the time. Wait, are we talking about the dwarf or the elf? I'm uh, his his Thane. The Thane is a new character. Okay, so I probably haven't met him yet. Well, look forward to it or not. Well, I'm really looking forward to Free Run Beyond yes. Journey's End. Yes. Holy shit, you were excited. I was looking forward to this for years as well. For years? Yeah, yeah. I've been reading the manga for this as well. And I love the manga, and man, the anime is, like, just as good. 
It looks great. And I did not read the manga. But like, just even that first episode alone was just so heartbreaking that I just, I have yes. to watch it. Yes, it's so good. Yeah. And it's, this one is so beautiful. Such beautiful illustrations, too. Not just the illustrations, but just like the character interactions also. And like the portrayal of her character specifically is powerful. Yeah. And that sense of like the time passing. It's so sad, man. <laughs> uh, it's so good. But like, I'm excited too to see where it goes. Are you at all worried about like her relationship with the young girl? Like, does the girl annoy you at all? Or how do you feel about that? Oh, no, I love her. I okay. love the young girl. And okay. I, I really like uh, the young girl and the young boy's relationship. I don't know who the young boy is yet, because I've only seen up to her having the young girl in her party. Oh, he'll show I've seen. Okay, I will look forward to it. Yeah, and they're they're both very funny combined with her. Oh, when okay. She's like, oh, this will just take a couple of years. No big deal. Uh, yeah, well, she doesn't <laughs> even say a couple of years. She'll be like, it'll just take a little bit. And the girl's exactly. like, by little bit, do you mean years? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> like, well, yes. I mean, that's how they view time, right? Yeah. It's Such a good show. It is. Why is there so many good shows this season? Well, even the next one, I think we both love, right? I'm in love with the villainess. Yes, I love this. It's just like it says. It's not at all what I expected. Yeah, it's like a, isei, a villainous isekai, except the main character... Oh, the main character is... No, it's, it's a normal isekai, because the main character is a hero. But then she's just super gay, and she's in love with the villainess. And then she spends all time like flirting with her and harassing her. Yeah, it is harassment, Draggle. It is. I know. It's great. But I like that she's also spinning the bullying back to the girl, right? Like, like it's totally not working. Yeah. If you read the description of this, it sounds so dumb, but it works so well. I mean, does it sound dumb? You can, you can like, love someone who hates you. No, I just mean the, the premise of the show, where you defeat the villainess by flirting with her. I just think it's great just how different it is from what we've seen so far in this genre. Yeah. Definitely nothing like this. No. There's another one I look forward to the most each week. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love it as much as you do, but I am having fun. Okay, that's fair. Next is Pluto. Did you get around to watching this? I watched only the first episode, but it took an hour. And every episode will be an hour about? I know, but it was a really good hour. It was, it was an a hour really good well hour. spent. Yeah. Yes, but it also felt a little bit like two separate stories. I don't know if I was the only one or if you also felt that way. It did when they switched to the uh, the war robot. Yeah, and the piano, the yeah. musician. Yeah, I yeah, don't I was know like, why okay. they didn't just make it two episodes. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to like make that connection with the forest robot. You know, like another beloved robot um, who obviously like had a close relationship with a human. So it's like weird that they're being targeted like this. Yeah, but it was an amazing first episode. Really well done. It looks cool. It's It was quite a tearjerker. How would you like explain this to someone who doesn't know at all what it's about? Oh man, I don't know. I guess it's, I think it's going to be like more of a robot murder mystery. Mm-hmm. It does feel that way. But there's more to it. There's more to it, especially because the main character is supposed, well, it, it is the detective dude, right? But like, I did not suspect him of being a robot until like it was blatantly like made obvious. Oh, right. Yeah, that makes sense. He doesn't look like a robot at all. No, the way that he like lives with his wife, how he looks like he looks like a human. <laughs> um, 
And just like how he interacts with others, it just all seemed so natural that he was a human. And so I feel like there's going to be like some sort of big reveal or big twist with something like that with him and the other characters. I don't know who the villains are, but like obviously there's some big conspiracy afoot that's like with the whole horns thing and like the, the death of these robots who you start to believe like have good hearts if they have hearts. Exactly. If I had to describe it, I'd say it's very similar to Monster. Uh, yeah isn't surprising because it's by the same guy i was gonna be like the character designs it reminded me so much of monster now that makes sense because i didn't i did not look into who was the mangaka yeah this is actually like one of the most famous manga ever written really okay that even gives me more interest in it now that you made that connection yeah it's by the guy who made monster 20th century boys so this is gonna be a mind fuck yeah it's gonna be good so i need to finish this you just need to set aside a lot of time for every episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like 10 hours total. Oh my it's God. so many. But the first episode was good. Maybe I'll, I'll try to take my time with it. Yeah, no rush, I think. Yeah. Well, next is Spy X Family Season 2, which continues in the vein of Season 1. Off to quite a fun start, I think. So you are still watching it because I didn't see any notes about it from you. Oh, I didn't need to put a note on this. (laughs) You're like, well, what is there to say? It's Spy X Family. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with you. This is like starting off where we left off, basically. And it's just as fun, right? Same hijinks, same ridiculous characters. Uh, Anya is still crazy. (laughs) Yor is hilarious in her like determination not to reveal that she is injured. That was a funny episode. Yeah. And this season is so good that that I would probably put this towards the bottom of the must-watches. Really? I think so, yeah. I mean, this is alphabetical, so... (laughs) Yeah. But you're, like, saying it's pretty high up there. No, I'm saying it's not that high up there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Just because the other shows are so good. I think I need the lightness and the comedy that this show provides. Because I feel like a lot of the shows that we have are quite heavy. I, I have I'm in love with the villainous. For oh, I guess lightness. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, and also the next one is kind of yeah, light. Yeah, totally. Right? Kind yeah. of. It doesn't start out like T-Moon Empire. Tier Moon? Tier Moon Empire. I thought it was Tier Moon. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, this is, uh, it starts out pretty bleak, actually, where she's like a, a princess who gets beheaded. And it's yeah. very Marie Antoinette-esque. By the guillotine. Yeah, instead of let them eat cake, it's let them eat meat. And I was like, okay, blatant ripoff. And they went with meat. <laughs> but then the guillotine keeps coming back. And it's like a chibi guillotine. And it's super cute. That's one word for it. But yeah. I, I just like the whole time travel, I guess, version of it. Because it's like sending her back, way back to when she's still like young. Several years younger, and I'm assuming what it's going to try to do is have her turn around and sort of fix her fucked up society. Yeah, that seems to be the path it's on, and hopefully avoid her execution. Yeah, I'm curious. You know what I kind of appreciate is that she isn't like immediate to turn around her actions. Like she's still the entitled princess that she was at the end that we see when she goes back in time, right? She doesn't immediately fix her attitude. Because I do think like that kind of change will take more time. Oh, really? I thought she changed her attitude pretty quick in some ways. Uh, In some ways, because I think she's still like, she's still quick to anger. She's still quick to like appreciate the finer things in life, right? Even though she's more appreciative of now than she was before. But I don't think she's quite realized like how bad it is for the people of her country yet. That's probably true. She, because now she's like, oh, it's not so bad for them. I had so much worse when I was in prison. <laughs> yeah, I think she's gonna need like more thrown in her face before she realizes things need to be changed. Yeah, 
but she is definitely uh, doing things differently this time around. Yes, yes. And I think it just uh, we we haven't really captured that. It's such a fun show to watch. She's such a fun character. Like she always She's has her silly. heart on her sleeve. Yeah. yeah, I'm really glad that she can be friends with that servant girl now. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was very sad, actually. I think this is probably the show I look forward to the most each episode. I feel like you've said that about a few other shows, Draggle. Even though it's not like the best show, Mm -hmm. but it's just each episode flies by. That is a compliment. Yeah. The next couple are just you, unfortunately. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't seen them. You'll have to tell me about them. Okay. Well, first is Vexations of a Shudden Vampire Princess. This one, there's a Shudden Vampire Princess. But then she gets forced to be a commander of the army for various reasons. But this is in a world where no one can die. So she leads the army to victory in their battles where no one dies. Hmm. It's a comedy where uh, she like pretends she's super strong, but actually she's like the weakest person ever. And she has this creepy maid who takes care of her. Do you think I would like it? I think you might like it. I don't think you'll like it as much as me. Okay. I just, I must have just totally skipped over this. I didn't even see it. Yeah. It was actually in the list you sent me, like, last week. I don't remember. Yeah, and the next one is Undead Unluck. This is, uh, there's this girl who's, like, super unlucky. But she has this thing where, like, if someone touches her, they'll be very unlucky to the point of dying. That's terrifying, actually. Yeah, so she tries to commit suicide, but then she gets saved saved by an undead who can't die. Oh, perfect. Perfect pairing. So he touches her a lot, but he wants to die. Oh, but he's dead. He's undead. Yeah, he wants to like permanently die, I guess, because he's already lived for like 500 years or something. Oh, okay. It it sounds very depressing, but it's really a comedy and it's very funny. So he he wants to touch her a lot so that he can die. And then these, uh, I forget what they're called, but this organization of undead hunters or something tries to kill them. And it's it's just a very fun show, very well animated, very silly. And this is another one you think I would like if you recommended it I think you would before. like this one, yeah. Yeah, somehow I missed these two again, even though you brought them up to me. So I'll have to look for them and see if I can fit them in. Yeah, and one more. Under Ninja. What the fuck was this? It was pure ridiculous brilliance, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I wasn't sure with, with your what the fuck, like what that meant. Was that a positive? Was that a negative? I think a little bit of... It's a positive, yeah. This is so weird. It's weird. It's not pretty either. Like, when I say not pretty, I think the graphics are, are good. They're great, actually. It's like the character designs. They're, they're not flattering. No, they're super ugly. Ugly characters with ugly, like, personality ticks. Very weird personality ticks. Oh, man, but just wait until you realize one of the ugliest characters is actually in disguise. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Is it? It's not his, like, drinking neighbor, is it? No. Okay. Hmm. I wonder who you're talking about. I thought the girls from the school across the way were hilarious, and they're like, "It's not even. In, it's not in fashion anymore. Why are they? Why do they look like that?" And then the boys tried to like honey use honey pot ninja on those ugly girls. Oh my god! I, I, if that's in the second episode, I haven't seen it yet. I just saw the first episode, and I was like, "Ah." Oh. <laughs> And I like I had already gone halfway through it, and when Kay we walked up, and he was like so baffled by the second half. I was like. No, we're going to rewind and you're going to watch the first half. So I <laughs> saw the first ha- episode twice. Did he like it too? I think he's completely weirded out and I'm not sure he's as on the, you know, on it <laughs> right, as we right. are. Okay. Well, hopefully Maybe we're just more learn. attuned to this kind of shit. Yeah. Wait, you have more experience. 
Yeah, exactly. Like this is gonna go great places, right? It is. I'm. I've already watched like half of it, and oh, I'm, okay. I'm so ready for more. I mean, most of the shows this season are already halfway through. This is basically a season check-in as opposed to a preview. Exactly. Whew, we did it. We're there. We're at the end. Those are all the newer shows from this season. We do still have a few that are ongoing that we're still watching. Hulk is ongoing from last season. Still kind of a fun show, but we've been in like a six, seven episode flashback, it feels oh, like. Long flashback. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's interesting, but kind of weird. Jujutsu Kaisen season two. I actually haven't like gone up to it yet to where it is now. I, I think I haven't watched for a few weeks, but I will. I will catch up with it just because I'm pretty loyal to this franchise and I like the characters. Uh, and then last, but not least, certainly, is Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead, which is still unfinished. I don't remember when it's going to finish. I don't know when. Maybe this season. Maybe not. We'll see. But I think both you and I are still fans of this. Yeah. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Drago underscore Kuhn and at Marina BMB. Listen to and review us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. Thanks for listening. See you next time.